Welcome to the Life Makeovers podcast. My name is Cindy D. Whitmer, and I am the Midlife Makeover Coach, helping you turn your midlife into your best life one step at a time. Through powerful conversations, my own midlife roller coaster story, and over three decades of helping people transform their lives through counseling and coaching, I am on a mission to help you create your own definition of success and happiness. Thank you for being here. Hey, everybody, it's Cindy here, and welcome to the Life Makeovers podcast. Uh, today, I want to talk to you about energy zappers. Energy zappers. I mean, there's all kinds of them in midlife, right? There's so many kinds that I could list today. I could talk to you all day long about this, but you don't want me to do that, and I don't want to do that. So I'm going to talk about three really common ones that I think are universal and just offer some suggestions on uh, what to do about those. Okay. So number one is depression. Depression. Now, the, the causes of depression are a thousand billion zillion, right? So you may have it for all kinds of reasons. You may have a chemically based or biologically based depression. And that is something to handle, you know, in a, through, well, could be all kinds of approaches through psychiatry or medical assistance or natural healings or whatever, um, responding to those chemical um, balances or imbalances in your brain or body and, and so forth. But there's also situational depression, which is uh, where you are experiencing, you know, heavy sadness or difficulty because of, um, you know, a, an event in your life. Maybe you are, you lost your job or maybe you're grieving very heavily for someone. Um, maybe you're at the at crossroads in your marriage, who knows? Um, but that's another, um, <clears throat> you know, that would be like a situational depression. Well, no matter what you've got going on, if you're depressed, of course, you're going to feel like your physical energy is zapped and your emotional energy is, you know, probably feel drained, right? And so uh, there are some different ways to uh, work through this and beyond this. Um, now, but as I'm offering these kind of what sounds like simple solutions for these things, I'm not trying to undermine the impact of these three energy zappers on your life. I'm not trying to simplify them by just, you know, disrespecting the impact they can have on your life. But I also want to make sure that you have some tools or some approaches that might be helpful that maybe you haven't thought of before. So by all means, go more deeply into this um, to heal yourself with professionals involved, if needed, with, you know, any kind of uh, intervention that feels really, really aligned with what you believe is really important for your own healing and navigation. This is just a podcast where I'm trying to do some simple, um, offer something simple so um, I think you get what I'm saying. So if you're feeling down, if you're feeling depressed and it is 
it is, you're just not sure why you have the blues. Um, here are some things that you can do right away. One is get outdoors if at all possible. Uh, there's a very healing exchange that goes on with nature and humans. Uh, the fresh air will do you good. I don't care if it's really cold where you live or it's really hot. It, it, it doesn't matter. Get out in the light, whether it's a sunny day or a cloudy day, it's still a natural light out there. Get out there and let your body soak in uh, what nature has to offer you. There's all kinds of research that shows the power of nature to uplift us. And while you're at it, look around. Wherever you are, look around. And if you can witness a beautiful garden or uh, soak in uh, you know, a nice view of mountains or the ocean or the prairie or beautiful trees or farm hills or whatever it is, take it in and, and bask in the beauty around you. Or maybe you see a lovely little bird sitting on a branch um, or whatever it is, take in the beauty of it all. This is uplifting to the soul. Another thing you can do is to uh, write down your joy list. The, the joy list in my terms is things that really bring you joy. You may not feel joy right now, but I want you to make a list that you can turn to. So this is things you love to do, places you love to be, um, you know, that most generally bring you joy. Like, I don't care what kind of day it is, uh, nature brings me joy. I don't care what kind of day it is, when I'm with somebody that I love, that brings me joy. Um, another thing that consistently brings me joy is reading books doing jigsaw puzzles, traveling, um, being by the ocean, hearing some real stories from friends about what's going on in their lives, great cup of hot tea, um, a good walk, um, anything. I mean, there's so many things, right, that we could put on our joy list. So I suggest that you come up with at least 10, maybe 25 and then how I want you to use your joy list is when you're feeling down, you look at that joy list and you go, what can I do today? Or what can I do right now? Or which one of these can I participate in or, or honor and get about the business of doing that? Because one of the things that we forget to do when we're feeling in a slump is we forget to like let ourselves do something we really want to do. You know, one of the things I love to do too, whether sometimes when I'm really down is take a long, hot bubble bath and just soak and relax. So get, get things on your joy list to remind you of things you love and enjoy and let yourself do them. You, maybe you haven't let yourself do any of these things in a long, long time. Um, and then the other thing is, I know it sounds, may sound ridiculous, but I want you to think about what you're grateful for. So make a, do some kind of gratitude um, activity, either if it's just in like prayer and thought, giving thanks for things you are grateful for, or if it's writing a list in your gratitude journal, or if it's reaching out and thanking someone for being who they are in your life 
whatever it is, um, this is uplifting to remember we do have blessings. And if you're sitting there and you're so depressed, you're thinking, I have nothing to be thankful for. Look a little closer. You're not looking hard enough. If there's a roof over your head. You're in better shape than a lot of people in the world. If there's food in your cupboards, if there's someone you could call at two o'clock in the morning when you're down in the dumps, uh, you are a loved human being. I mean, there are things to feel gratitude for. So um, <clears throat> those are just some a, a start of a list of ideas. Uh, number two, a second energy zapper. Oh my, is anxiety, right? Anxiety. So uh, I also put in this category fears and worries, like, you know, just worrying yourself to pieces. A lot of you do this. You're, you're very good at worrying. You're champions at worrying, which causes you anxiety. So let's talk a little bit about uh, how to mentally walk through this a little bit and then physically some things you can do. So first of all, I want you to ask yourself, whatever you're worrying about, okay, whatever it is, whatever's zapping your, your energy because you're worrying so much about it, you're feeling so anxious about it, you to ask yourself this question, what is the worst that could happen? What is the worst that could happen here? Okay. All right, you got that in your mind? What's the worst that can happen? And here's the other question. What's the best uh, outcome that could happen? Okay, so we're looking at the extremes of what you're thinking about here. What's the worst that could happen and what's the best possible outcome of, of what could happen about whatever you're anxious about? Um, you know, it. It, uh, it could be anything. There's so many things going on in the world that you might be really, really worried about. And I can understand, I'm not trying to ask you not to be anxious. I'm not gonna ask you not to worry, but I'm asking you to really dialogue with yourself to get to a place where you can manage it differently. So here's another question. What is in my control and what is not in my control? Okay, so this is a way to really move the needle on your worry and anxiety, okay? What is in your control? If something is in your control that you're worried about, then do something about it. What can you do about it if it is in your control? Let's say you got news from the doctor and you're really worried about your blood pressure. You're anxious about it because you have high blood pressure and it's worrying you. You're not sure what it means. Are you going to have a heart attack? Are you going to die young? Is it you know, is your life not going to be the high quality you want it to be in midlife and beyond? Well, at some level, you can do things, right, to work on lowering that blood pressure. So there is some control that you have over that. That's not just, just something that's completely out of reach for you. So I would get into action around it and not let your worries freeze you so you can't do something. Now, what is not in your control, maybe like, um, you know, what's, what's happening to a family member of yours in their lives, or what's happening in the news, some of the difficult, very scary situations that are happening around the world um, at any given time. 
may really be worrying you, but what can you control about those things? Um, you know, there at the time of this recording anyway, there's a war going on in Israel. And, you know, we could all, we can all worry about that. You know, that's easy to do, very easy to do. Uh, but what can we control about it? So what we can control about it, if we're anxious about it, is, you know, again, hoping for the best possible outcome, um, clinging to our faith of our, or our trust in, in life evolving as it should, maybe saying prayers, maybe being active in uh, community support groups that, you know, where you can talk about these things or provide some kind of tangible support to people who are affected by the war more directly, things like this. But what will not help is just sitting and worrying more, just sitting and worrying more and thinking about the worst possible scenario in whatever, in anything to put the worrying about. So sort out, what can I control? What can I not control? And what you can't control, you've got to let go of in your mind. Just let go of it. Let it be because you can't control it. And worrying yourself is not going to have an effect on that. All it's going to do is have an effect on making your life even worse. So where you don't have control, let it go. Where you do have some control, get into action around it to you know help reduce the anxiety and worry around it. And then physically, from a physical standpoint and a spiritual standpoint, again, cling to any faith that you have, any belief system that comforts you. You might turn to prayer and meditation to help you through your anxieties and worries or, you know, get um, involved in some breathing exercises, relaxation techniques and things like that help reduce the worrying anxiety. Okay. Number three, the third energy zapper of five million, but we're only doing three today, <laughs> is stress. Stress, 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 stress. For some reason, at this time of year, with all kinds of holidays approaching from all kinds of, you know, belief systems and so forth, it's and uh, it, it seems people get wound up and stressed more so. Maybe they also have a lot of end of the year pressures at work or, you know, they're for some, you know, they live in more wintry areas that the weather becomes more of a challenge for some health issues become more of a challenge, mental health and physical health in the, in the later months of the year and so forth. So stress seems to go up at this time of year. And uh, it can also, this season of the year can also exacerbate loneliness for people and grief issues for people, which add to their stress. So anyway, whatever form your stress is taking, if you are indeed having stress, then I would suggest the following things. First of all, let go of anything you possibly can in terms of anything you don't need to be doing, anything you don't want to be doing. Um, just let it go, you know, clear out space in your calendar. Um, you don't have to go to every holiday party. You don't have to be perfect at everything. You don't have to, uh, you know, you just, you don't have to do that. Just let go of things that aren't necessary or useful or 
um, you know, that you're really not loving, that you really don't want to prioritize, you know, that you really don't want to prioritize. So get really clear, clarify your priorities, stick to the top ones and let go of everything else possible. Number two, take time out for yourself. Who you might ask? The person you usually put on the bottom of your to-do list, get yourself up there and take some time out for yourself. I had a realization recently. I couldn't believe it. I was reviewing my 2023 calendar. I write all my appointments down and, you know, I run a business obviously. And I, but I put all my appointments in my calendar, all my, you know, everything, my travel schedule, my work schedule, my, you know, doctor's appointments or, you know, church meetings or, you know, anything, lunch with friends, anything I've got going on goes in the calendar. Plus the, the, you know, the, my to-do lists and, you know, other tasks and things like that. And oh, just all kinds of things, research I want to get done. Everything is in that baby. Right. And anyway, I was reviewing the year recently. <clears throat> I was counting up vacation days. I took, I was, I was doing some financial assessment of the year and counting up vacation days I've taken and just all this stuff. And here I am someone who, you know, has spent 35 years helping people uh, find their balance in their lives, uh, help them, um, you know, <laughs> make themselves a priority, things like that, just like I'm talking to you about yourself. And I never, yes, with a capital N in all of 2023, I, I still can't believe it. I never took a day off to just be with myself and do nothing or do whatever, you know, with myself, not one day. <laughs> and at the time of this recording, it's the middle of November, people. We're running out of time here. There's six weeks left. Now, I took lots of vacation days. I took lots of vacation days. I'm not saying I didn't take time off work because I took plenty of time off work. But every time I was doing it, I was either traveling uh, on behalf of my relationships, which again, this is not against me. Obviously, these are these are priorities as well. I was either traveling to one of our kids or several of them traveling um, for work. Um, let's see what else. I think that's all the travel I did. Those two categories. If I'm remembering correctly. And then I had days, weekdays that I did not work in my business sometimes, but it was always with something, you know, like, oh, I'm, you know, meeting with this person to help out with that thing. Or I'm before we got married, I helped clear out our um, our outbuilding that became, you know, part of the one of our the venue for our wedding, and just worked my tail off in there. Worked and worked and worked and worked and worked and worked and worked to declutter that um, and give stuff away to charities and all kinds of stuff. Um, so there were several days like that. There were uh, days I took off because of, of course, because of my husband's motorcycle accident. Um, I mean, you know, the list is long you, and you understand this. You have a list of your own. But what shocked me 
was I just didn't take a day off for the heck of it and do whatever. I had afternoons like that. I had a, some Friday afternoons like that where I went and got a massage, you know, uh, but usually along with that, going into town anytime, I'm also running errands and blah, 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 blah. So I realized, wow, I, <laughs> I take little snippets of time for myself. I take little moments often, but not a chunk. So um, anyway, I really went on about that. Anyway, uh, so stress. If you're feeling stress in your life, please take time out for yourself to just hang. Another thing that I, I remember having this conversation with you is back during COVID lockdown a few years ago, I had so many friends talking to me about, you know, their latest binge on Netflix. Oh, what are you doing today? I'm going to binge, you know, this whole series of this show. And, you know, I never did that. My, I mean, my business kept rolling. I, I was very fortunate in that that was a blessing, but I'm still waiting for the time in my life when I just binge on Netflix. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Is everybody doing this? Is this what you're doing on Saturdays? Because I'm not doing it then either. <laughs> anyway, okay, going on too long there. Take time out for yourself. Trust me, it's important. I will go do it as well. I'm committed to it. Okay. Number three. Cling to healthy routines. When you're stressed out, this is when you need the sleep more than ever. You need the uh, healthy food or whatever. You need the um, the, uh, uh, the exercise, the movement, uh, your, just the rhythm of your life, whatever that is. The routine, the things that really comfort you about your routine, your time at home and things you do there that are comforting in your routine your time with others that are the loved ones that feels really important to spend time with all that stuff. So keep up with those healthy routines, cling to them when you're stressed and this will help lower your stress as well. And your energy levels will go up. And then number four, ask for help. Ask for help where you need help. It's really okay. Ask for help where you need help. You're trying to, you know, I have a friend right now who's having to do some extra care for her elderly mother, you know, and uh, she and her family, they're balancing this as best they can, I think. Uh, but, you know, they've needed to ask each other for help. That's important. Um, you know, well, I don't have to explain to you about asking for help. Just do it. You are one of those people. I'm sure listening, most of you are people who offer help to other people all the time, who want to be there for people, you know, and are. And uh, so you got to be willing to ask for help as well when you need it. You really, really need it. When my husband had his accident, his motorcycle accident a couple months ago, I was on the phone asking for help here, there, and everywhere as quickly as I could, because guess what? I was 1,500 miles away in Boston and couldn't get out of there until the next morning. And here he was, you know, 
uh, while heading to the emergency room with no one by his side. So I got one of his best friends there. Uh, and then one of my best friends was ready to, you know, pick me up at the airport to get me to the hospital. So the second I landed the next morning, my daughter helped me get some things lined up for him and for myself. Um, I mean, and I just, I just kept asking because we needed help to get through that crisis. So please ask for help. So three energy zappers, depression, anxiety, and stress. You can think of 4,000 more, but these are some basics to help you with each kind of those energy zappers. Uh, there are, uh, you know, many other ways to respond to these energy zappers. So I don't even pretend to have maximized this list at all, but these are just a few tidbits to give you to get your thoughts rolling, to get you started. And, uh, you know, please feel free to, to give me feedback. What's working, what's not. You can email me anytime, Cindy at cindydwitmer.com. cindydwitmer.com, tell me what's going on, what's zapping your energy, what you need, what you want. And also give me feedback about what you're liking about the podcast or subjects you would, topics you would really like me to address on future podcasts. I love, I want to please my listeners. I want you to come back for more. And uh, if you can give me a review too, that would be fantastic. So, um, and last but not least, if I can help you with anything in your life, well, I'm confident I can help you with anything in your life. If you're ready and committed to your own growth, Go to timewithcindy.com. That's timewithcindy.com. And I will offer you a, th a free midlife strategy session, which is a half hour coaching session. No obligation. Let's get together. Let's talk about what's going on. And I will see if there's a way that I can serve you. All right, everybody. It's great to have you here. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Life Makeovers podcast. Please like, subscribe, and share this podcast with those that you think would also benefit from what we're doing here. And I will talk to you again soon.